Welcome back, everyone. It's Tilly. And before we dive into today's topic, I wanted to share two epic announcements with you today. For those of you that might not listen to the entire episode, I wanted to put it at the beginning so you didn't miss. The first one is that the Sexy Feminine Leadership Summit that I'm hosting June 12th, 13th, and 14th is now available for you to sign up for. If you've ever wanted the answers to some burning questions on unleashing your feminine power as a high achieving female leader, discovering secrets to more pleasure and fulfillment in every aspect of your life, not just sex and relationships, embodying your feminine essence and radiating authenticity, integrating how in the world do we integrate spirituality, relationships, and sexuality into the leadership journey for holistic success. If you've ever wondered those things that I want you to join me and we have a total of 19 speakers, including myself, all experts in either feminine leadership, wealth creation, business, embodiment, spirituality, relationships, and sexual sexuality. There are so many amazing women that are going to be on the summit. I will save, save it for you to go find out who is going to be on the summit. You might know some of these women, but this is an amazing opportunity for you to join us and to learn from other women who some of them are multimillionaires and you're going to hear from them of how they have achieved so much success in such a feminine way and how they are embodying their feminine in their business and in their life and what that means to them, what that looks like to them, the practices that they do on a daily or weekly basis to tap more, to get more in touch with their feminine essence. So please join us for the summit. I would love to have you. You can sign up at the link in the show notes. So if you're on Google or Spotify or Apple podcasts, just click the description of the episode, and there will be a link to join us for the summit. Okay. The second announcement that I have for you is that in preparation for all of these new amazing women that are going to be coming into my space, I have been feverishly working on the back end of my website and updating all of my offerings and everything like that. And as part of the exciting changes that are coming and how I work with people and all of my offerings, I have some special news. The eight types of orgasms blueprint training and my men's how to sexually please a woman training now contain coaching upgrades. So these are two online programs that you can purchase simply as the online program, or you can purchase them with a coaching upgrade. They come with three one hour coaching sessions with me. This is so that you can get accountability and support and we can actually go in and do some inner work around whatever's coming up for you around you doing the work that's actually in the member library for the trainings. So you have the teachings, the trainings, the women's has embodiment practices, intentional self-pleasure practices to help you really discover a world of pleasure that you didn't even know existed uh, by tapping into tantric energetics and learning how to have and unlock the eight different types of orgasms. And the men's is more of a teaching only. So there's no embodiment practices in that. And these trainings are both available just themselves. So you can purchase just the training or you can purchase the coaching upgrade. And right now they are 15% off. If you use the coupon code yes to pleasure at checkout, you can purchase 
either just the online training for the eight types of orgasms or the men's how to sexually please a woman or the coaching upgrade. All of them are 15% off through Friday at midnight Eastern time, May 26th. So these are this 15% off with coupon code yes to pleasure is only good through Friday at midnight Eastern time, May 26th. So you can check out all of my online trainings at the link in the show notes as well and see what all I'm currently offering. There's one that's coming up. It's, <laughs> we don't have the, the page for completely finished, but it's coming shortly. Um, but the only two that are on sale for 15% off right now are the eight types of orgasms blueprint training for women who are ready to expand their capacity for pleasure and orgasm. This isn't for women just starting out on and sexuality work. If you're not okay with your body and sexuality already, this training is not for you. This is for women who already have a satisfying sex life. And they also feel that there's got to be more than this. Like what is the more? This is for you, my loves. And the men's how to sexually please a woman. This is about gaining a profound understanding of your woman's needs and desires and learning how to provide unparalleled pleasure to her and to become the lover who can unleash the depths of your partner's pleasure. Yes. All right, love. So go check out all of the online programs and the coaching upgrades and see if it's something that you might want to join me in on. Okay. Now for our content for the day, one preface that I want to make, I know I'm, I'm holding you here, but one preface that I want to make before we dive in to the content is that I am not bashing. I am not bashing and I am not shaming and I am not saying it does not work to create safe spaces and containers. I am simply saying that they are overused. Okay. So I don't want to get any DMS in my Instagram as people tend to do when they disagree with me about how I can't believe you said you're a sexuality coach. And you said that you don't need to make a safe space. I did not say that. I'm not saying that in this, in this episode, do not get the wrong idea. I just got an amazing uh, voice note from a client the other day who's like, Oh my God, Tilly, that communication container you gave us changed everything, everything. Holy shit. 13 years of marriage, four kids later. I've never felt so connected to my partner. I've never felt so connected to him. And we've never had as amazing sex as we've had ever. So again, I'm not saying they don't work. I'm just saying we get to use them for a time. And then we get to move on and we can come back to them like layers of an onion. Sometimes you get to peel back another layer and discover what gets to be healed and integrated. And then you don't have to do any healing and you can just enjoy your life. So that's what I'm saying in this episode. Okay. Now for the specifics. This is the multi-orgasmic millionaire podcast. The only sex podcast for seven and eight figure conscious leaders who want to embody their pleasure and have the best sex of their lives. I'm Tilly Storm, top 20 sex coach in the world and your host today. Well, this one's going to be a fun one. I've been wanting to explore this topic on the podcast for a long time and it's just come to a head and I'm like, okay, it's time. It's time that we get to talk about the overuse of safe spaces and containers and sexuality work. <sighs> I'm so excited to get to share this and everything that I've been thinking and feeling for a couple of years now 
as more and more sex and relationship and love coaches began to take over this niche, this space, uh, the more and more I look at the new ones and I'm like, oh, she's new. (laughs) Oh, she's new. (laughs) And the way that I can tell is because all they talk about is creating a safe space. And I'm doing it with air quotes, not in like, you don't know what you're talking about way, but like, holy fuck, we've got to get to a point where these safe spaces and the containers are no longer needed in long-term relationships, because that's the joy of being in a long-term relationship is that boundaries and yeses and nos become known the longer that you are together. And there's eventually no need to have to go back to all this. Now, let's talk about the times when safe spaces and creating containers for your relationship is needed. There are different phases of sexuality that humans tend to go through. And depending on what phase of sexuality that you're in in your life will really determine whether or not you need to create a safe space or a container. So let's dive in to the phases of sexuality. Okay, the first one is the resting phase of sexuality. Now, there's two sides to resting and sexuality. This can be something that you consciously choose, or it can be something that you're simply experiencing and not so much by choice. Now, I would say most people in a resting phase of their sexuality aren't consciously choosing this because who wants to do that? Not many people, (laughs) but there are some. If you've just gotten over uh, a a long-term relationship, you broke up and you want to take time to work on yourself, those sorts of things. Uh, maybe you are choosing intentional celibacy where you want to call back your power. Now that's a very intentional and could be very beneficial choice to make. If you have found yourself in lots and lots of sexual relationships or one where you have really lost connection with yourself and with your sexuality, But I would say the majority of people who are in a resting phase of their sexuality aren't choosing it, and they're just experiencing uh, not having a lot of desire. Maybe they're wondering where their sexuality went, what happened to it. (laughs) Maybe they're really wanting to experience a greater sense of intimacy, connection, passion, chemistry, those sorts of things with the person. And until they find that right person, then they're not going to really be engaging in anything sexual. And then there's the healing phase of sexuality where uh, maybe you have some blocks and obstacles that you know are present for you. Maybe you've experienced sexual trauma or abuse that you would like to release from your body and from looping patterns and from your nervous system. Maybe you went through a really difficult breakup and you need time to heal emotionally. You might be working to overcome shame, guilt, fear, disgust around your body or your sexuality or pleasure in general. Uh, Maybe you are, if you're a guy, you might experience premature ejaculation, erectile dysfunction as a result of some negative sexual experience or really intense heartbreak that you have yet to fully heal from. And for women, it could look like feeling pain during sex, not having any sexual desire, Uh, And therefore there is a need to heal. So when you're in the healing phase, unlike resting where resting is where you're not really doing anything about it because you don't know what you need to do about it. But healing is when you're like actively working on the thing or you're actively engaging and practices to 
uh, overcome your blocks and obstacles and to experience a fullness and a wholeness in your sexuality again. And then there's the third phase, which is the curious phase. So this is when you just want to learn more. You're discovering what all there is to learn about sex, different flavors of sex. Uh, you are studying, you're listening to all the podcasts, maybe with just the intention of expanding your mind about what's possible. And then there's the adventurous stage where you're giving yourself permission to experience all sorts of different flavors of sexuality. Um, you're not afraid to try new things. You are trying all of the new things. Maybe you're kind of going on a sex rampage and, you know, just exploring and adventuring and having freaking fun. And then there's the transformative phase of sexuality. And if you're in that phase, then you're, ex you're very interested in experiencing, okay, maybe I've done all the things already. And what more is there to do? <laughs> like, what else is there? I have only been experiencing this much. And I know there's more, but I'm not sure what that means, what it looks like. This was me when I was 27. And I was thinking, Oh, my God, I'm only 27. How the hell am I going to go the rest of my life knowing that this is all there is to sex? Why is it such a big deal then? <laughs> Like I, that was the thought going through my mind. And I was definitely in that transformative phase of being like, what more is there? Well, let me find out. Right. So the transformative phase is maybe you're really diving into tantric and Taoist practices. Maybe you're really going into kink or BDSM to find out, okay, what more is there here for me? Because I know there's got to be more than what I'm experiencing. Now let's talk about safe spaces and containers <laughs> and where these are appropriate. Now, most people, when they want to do sex coaching or listen to a sex coach talk on a podcast, they're not doing that because they want to specifically get over a block or obstacle. Most people are seeking information because they want sex to be more fun, especially if they're on a long-term relationship. They want that passion, the chemistry, and the desire back. They want it to be more fun and spontaneous and exciting again. And maybe they don't know why that's not happening, but that's generally the goal that most people are seeking more information for. And that's their, their desire is for it to be fun, spontaneous, and amazing and magnetic and polarized and all of these things. And then they start to listen to all of the podcasts, read all of the books, <laughs> and then they start to recognize, oh, maybe I do have some things to heal. Maybe I should move into a healing phase of my sexuality because I want to have an orgasm in that way, but it's, I'm probably not having it because of my childhood sexual trauma that I haven't fully resolved. Maybe I went to a therapist, but I still kind of feel that I'm blocked there. And then, so they enter this healing thing, right? And what I like to say is that when we are going into sexuality work, because we have an intention to heal and release certain blocks. So you're in that healing phase, right? This is when safe spaces and conscious communication and connection containers with your partner becomes beneficial. But I would say, and I'm going to be maybe one of the first sex coaches you have ever, ever heard to say this, <laughs> is that the healing and maybe some of the resting, but not even that for most people, but the healing phase of sexuality 
is the only phase where safe spaces and containers are really needed and are actually helpful to facilitate a change, to help you overcome a particular block or obstacle. And that is it. Yes, that's it. (laughs) There, I said it. (laughs) I said it. So for anyone that is not actively wanting to or needing to heal their sexuality, this whole thing about creating a safe space, having conversations with your partner about sex, uh, making sure that you're a full yes, making sure you're a full no, and checking in and checking in. It's not fun. It ain't fun. So if your goal or your desire is to create more fun, spontaneity, freedom, passion, and connection in your sex life, if you know there aren't specific things to heal, then there actually isn't much of a need for safe spaces and containers. There may be some, but not completely. Like that's not, that's not how we get you to have amazing, passionate, connected sex. Again, it might be one tool that we bring in to help you with your communication if your communication with your partner sucks. But maybe your communication isn't the issue. Maybe it's the connection piece. Maybe one of you does have some walls up around your heart and you haven't fully processed a heartbreak from a past relationship. And maybe we do get to move into some healing work. But that does not mean that we have to make sex all about a safe space and setting a container. (laughs) Okay. I have uh, some sex coach friends who I've had this conversation with recently and some clients who have gave given feedback about how many sex coaches out there, this is like the solution to the problem is to create the container to set the space and blah, 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 blah. And how for many men in particular, Um, who may not be in a healing phase of the sexuality. So I work with mostly women and a lot of women who do come to me are in this phase of healing something around their sexuality and their partner might not be in that same phase for them. That means that supporting their wife through this healing phase is, is, it can be very challenging because that means that the man is giving up the sense of knowing that like, there's probably not going to be a lot of spontaneity here. There's probably not going to be um, a lot of passion and chemistry and deep connection just yet, because my partner is going through this healing thing. And yeah, it's incredibly supportive for partners to know that when their partner is going through a healing phase of sexuality, Um, that they've got their back and they understand and that it's just a period of time and it passes. Okay. This is the point I want to drive home is that these safe spaces and containers, while they might serve a purpose, it is never the purpose or intention for a long-term relationship to continue to need to use these things once the healing is done. Because There's nothing ever to heal in the first place. All it ever is, is helping a woman remember that she's already whole and complete. And once she embodies that, once she begins to reconnect with her 
sexual essence and understands that her sexuality is already whole and complete, and she can begin showing up in a different phase, which might mean that she moves from healing to more of a curious and adventurous phase as well, which might be where her partner is at. (laughs) And being able to go through a healing phase, like having the conversation in a safe space or container to about what that looks like and what it might mean, what it might entail, that can be so valuable because partners who are supporting someone through a healing phase, it can be really challenging, not just for the one doing the healing, but it can be challenging for the partner as well, because they're the ones that, you know, maybe they are in that curious or adventurous phase and they're wondering like, oh, come on, why isn't she ever just like want to do something spontaneous or why doesn't she ever want to try this new thing with me? And then they don't understand where she's at because they don't get that, well, people aren't always in that same phase. I mean, I can think back and the, how, I'm 39. Okay. So (laughs) the 21 years I've been sexually active, I can think of being in almost all of these phases. I don't think I've been in resting, honestly. (laughs) I don't think I've been in a resting phase, but I've been in the other ones. I've been in the healing, curious, adventurous, transformative phase. And you know, it's tough to be in that healing phase, especially when you're doing it and you have a partner. So the question remains, are we trading spontaneity for security? (laughs) And while I wouldn't say that we're trading spontaneity for security, unless it becomes a habitual thing where you one partner in a long-term relationship who's in a healing phase never gets out of it and they become addicted to the healing journey. They become perpetually thinking that they need to do more and more things. They need to do more practices. They need to work with this Tantra teacher or go on this sacred feminine retreat or do all of these things. They constantly think they need to do more things. And in that case, I would say that you are trading spontaneity for a false sense of security because doing all of those things perpetually, knowing that you're already whole and complete and still doing them is saying, okay, well, forget about spontaneity, forget about passion, forget about our connection and and our chemistry. Every time I, the only time I'll engage in a sexual thing with my partner is when we set a container or safe space, or we go on this retreat, or we work with this coach, or we work with this healer. That's not fun for someone who's not in a healing phase. So (laughs) my loves, if you are in a healing phase, then creating security with these safe spaces and containers is very valuable for a time and then it becomes unnecessary. Okay. We all get to move through the phases. You don't get stuck. You don't have to get stagnant. You don't have to end up in healing forever. You don't have to heal your sexuality for 20 years. Oh my God. I've worked with so many women. Oh, every time I do calls with them on these pleasure assessments, I've been on a healing journey for 15 years now. What, what, what are you doing? (laughs) What more is there to do? You've already done everything. You've done all the breath work. You've done all the somatic stuff. You've all done all the trauma stuff. You've done all of the nervous system work. You've done the plant medicines. Like what more is there to do, but just fucking enjoy your life. That is what the point is. 
that is where we want to get you is to having more fun and pleasure and spontaneity and passion with your partner again you get to have that you get to have that it doesn't have to be about setting the space every time it doesn't have to be about having a conversation and making sure everyone you know that's that's needed for time and then it's no longer needed anymore so that is uh that is my my little rant on safe spaces and containers if you agree i'd love to hear about it please send me an email at contact at tilly-sturm.com I hope you enjoyed that episode, my loves. Real quick reminder before you hop off to join us for the Sexy Feminine Leadership Summit. It's totally free. All you got to do is head to the link in the show notes and sign up. And I hope to see you there. And also remember, we have the 15% off, which is a couple hundred dollars when you get the coaching upgrade of the men's how to sexually please a woman training and the women's eight types of orgasms blueprint training for those who are ready to expand their sexuality. So we did erotic reclamation a couple of weeks ago, and now I'm speaking to you, those of you who already have a good sex life and you already have a good relationship with your body, but you feel like there's something missing. There's maybe something more that you haven't really tapped into and discovered. Well, my loves, that is the world of tantric energetics. So I want you to go check out the show notes to see about the online trainings and offerings that I have right now. Those two. Eight Types of Orgasms, Men's How to Please a Woman are currently 15% off for the uh, just the course only and the coaching upgrade. So hopefully I will see you at either the summit or in the coaching upgrade. All right, loves. Talk to you next week. Bye.